Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at tvscientistpod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Sarina Kerry. And today I have David Edgar Kimani, right? Yep. So is there a specific way that you like your name to be spelled or said? No, you have said it perfectly. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Why, why do you have two English names? David, eh? Mm. It's basically my mother's favorite name from the Bible. I liked being David, eh? Mm. And then uh, later on in primary, the name Edgar came when I was being baptized again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I liked uh, there's this footballer who was called Edgar Davids. who was kind of blind. And then at that point, I thought, oh, that guy is cool, and uh, he has a cool name. So it was mm-hmm. added. Then I insisted. Oh. So that's how the two names came to be. Oh, nice. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, so introduce yourself. Um, who you are, what you do, and anything that you feel that is an introductory about you. Oh, it's nice. So, um, David, I'm a, I'm a, I tend to call myself a scientist because uh, I like, I like science. Mm-hmm. Science is what we live. So I'm a food scientist, food science and technology. Uh, currently, an MSc at the University of Nairobi, but graduating in this this year September. So I'm um, done, and for now I'm a trainer in food science and technology, and also on the side, I do some consulting in food science and technology, and everything that pertains. Uh, the food science. So I'm um, basically I tell people, you know what? I'm a scientist first, Kenyan second, because scientists oh. are international. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Should what be proud mean? of me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by food science and technology? Like, could you explain to someone who doesn't know what that entails? Oh, nice question. Because the only thing that we know here is food. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Majority of people, mm. when you tell them you are a food scientist, the first thing that comes is, oh, you are a chef. I'm like, no, 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 no. Not a chef, not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> but until, uh, basically food science, it's a science of food. And uh, what I mean by the science of food, it's, uh, we're talking about the chemistry of food how to process the food, how to preserve uh, the food. So basically, what I tend to tell people is, if you see what what the food companies process, what you 
fetch from the supermarket mm. like uh, common even things like flour things like uh, margarine you know those processing techniques mm. to come up with a product that is basic that is a core mandate of food science a food scientist so mm-hmm. it, it's bringing about the it's it's the biology part and the chemistry part mm-hmm. uh, and the science of food very totally different to cooking. maybe some cooking yeah mm-hmm. because cooking well it's cooking <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, food science is a science itself so tell tell us the story of how you got here um how did you become a food scientist where did this journey start actually it started as an accident i can say mm-hmm. i wanted to be a lawyer actually mm-hmm. and uh then before my undergraduate so we are we are choosing these courses then uh, i wanted to first i wanted to be a lawyer if lawyer didn't make it an engineer mm. and then the last option was food science technology mm-hmm. when i got accepted I, i was even curious are you telling me i'm going to be cooking at the university oh you didn't know about it i didn't know even me i didn't know literally i didn't know what i'm getting into mm-hmm. <laughs> but the first year was basically rehearsing uh, high school work and uh, some new things but being started getting I started getting interested in uh food science as a, as a career mm. or as a course mm. in my second year that's when I we started learning now the 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 inner finer details mm-hmm. and that's where my interest picked up but not so much until my postgraduate studies mm. when I actually went for the MSc in food science and technology that's when so, I came to interact with uh with other scientists and I realized there is so much mm-hmm. in food science that uh, I didn't know or other scientists what they are doing and their impact things to do with food security mm-hmm. and they so wow there is a whole new world opened uh, for me so I that's when now my world view changed completely like this is awesome this is this is what i should actually put all my efforts in and be the best i can be out there in the field so what exactly did you do for your masters uh i took uh, masters in food science and technology mm. and maybe if i can and, uh, it's actually there is something uh, maybe i can say about postgraduate studies that uh, happens when uh, you get to the program mm. you tend to your world view changes it's not more about uh, reading and uh, passing exams mm. but uh, synthesizing information mm. and uh, putting it out to to people to see and to 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 get what exactly mm. you are you are saying for instance if Yeah, I'm talking about uh, food insecurity mm-hmm. and uh, ways to, to reduce hunger and uh, all those uh, activities around uh, the same topic. Mm-hmm. You see, I have to be broad and I have to be to think about the impact. So if I do such a project and uh, how do I get the information out? 
and how do I get uh, the people to actually buy into what I'm saying into a simple language. So that's the language of a scientist. It has to be simple, understandable, and th- so those are some of the soft skills that uh, postgraduate has really, really impacted that I can say it's now shaping my worldview, if I, if I put it that way. Uh, it has expanded my knowledge base and has made me interested in, in even other sciences, not per se, I'm narrow on food science, mm-hmm. but I like to hear what other people are doing, what are their, what are their researchers, what is their impact to local communities. Interesting uh, when when someone explains what they're actually doing and uh, feel like a part of a huge community of scientists working towards a common goal to make our world better. Then, okay. Um, could you tell us more about you growing up? Oh, <laughs> that's a nice one. <laughs> uh, growing up. Uh, my home county is Kirinyaga. Mm-hmm. So I, um, basically my parents were civil servants, so I've lived in several towns in uh, in, se- in the original central province, I believe. Eh? So that's in Kenya, just to specify yeah. that. Oh. What does it mean? oh, yeah, 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 in Kenya, in Kenya. So the original central province. But originally mm-hmm. I've grown majority of my, my life in Kirinyaga County. Mm-hmm. So a cold area with lots of tea, mm-hmm. coffee, mm-hmm. and very rich in agriculture. So mm-hmm. basically, I've been brought up in a rural setup, mm-hmm. a rural-based setup. To maybe when I was in high school, that's when maybe I got to see the outer world. When you get when you venture out of the, the villages. Where did you go to school? Ah. Uh, Several public schools, but uh, there is this famous uh, private school in in uh, Kirinyaga. Mm. There's a place called in Kagumo, mm. in uh, Kirinyaga County. It's called uh, Jufred Academy. Mm. The the principal there, or the the owner, or the founder, mm. uh, she's one of the impactful people who have seen done a lot. Like majority of the guys from around our area, mm. they pass through that academy. So it has a lot of impact on the maybe my age mates mm. and lots of people, kids after me who have gone through. So after that high school, I shifted to Moranga High School. You have heard of oh, it? Oh, yeah. Ah, spent uh, four years there. Good, grueling four years. Mm. After my journey in high school, I landed in a Nyeri. Actually, I learned, I studied my undergraduate in Dedan Kimathi University. Mm-hmm. Uh, good school, good engineering school, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then uh, a postgraduate shifted base again. Journey, uh, my journey found me at the University of Nairobi. Uh, which is about to end uh, in September. Okay. And now I'm hoping my journey takes me elsewhere for the next step. Oh, you're hoping to do a PhD? 
Yeah, the journey doesn't end, the journey continues. Oh, interesting. Ooh. So that's so, the um, educational journey. Mm-hmm. Life summary. Okay, so um, when you finished your BSc, did you get employment? Oh, 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 that was the toughest years after. <laughs> oh, it was tough. Ah, I spent like a whole year outside getting uh, with. Uh, I didn't get nothing. Eh? Where you apply? I am. Oh, you. Uh-huh. Oh, you apply, apply. You know, uh, my story maybe maybe uh, it's more of more of the graduates in Kenya. Mm. The same story. You get out with a lot of hopes. Then several months after graduation, reality hits you. Oof. God, what did I get myself into? Mm. <laughs> uh, took a year actually to get even a, a simple job. By then, a year in after graduation, you just want to do anything. You don't care. And you don't want an office job. You don't want anything. You just want anything. Mm. First job was actually a hardware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking, uh, I was uh, these guys who who carry the goods to the vehicles and unload, pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the town. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> for some couple of uh, some several weeks. Mm-hmm. Then I was lucky. I found as a, a job as a salesperson. Then I saw oh. Okay, I'm heading somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then, to come to the theme, uh, after doing the same sales job for like, uh, I think, nine months. What are you selling? Juices. To so, to supermarket. So, no, door to door, like, like basically, okay. supermarket. You see those guys who usually clean and make sure that when you walk into a supermarket, everything is well arranged. Everything is clean. Attendance. Attendance. But basically, I was, um, I used to enter several shops. Eh? Okay. You take the orders, you arrange the your goods, get out, go to the next oh, shop. So, um, like the way I see some people who, with your brand, like they're standing maybe a perfume, they're standing yeah. somewhere in the supermarket. So they come exactly. from the company. They're not like part of the supermarket. They come from the company try to yeah. promote their product. Then when they're done, they go to another supermarket, then arrange the products according to what you want to sell, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh, okay. oh but it was back-breaking because mm. once you go like three shops in a, or let me say three supermarkets in a day, mm. by evening you are dead tired, literally. Because mm. you go here, you, you arrange, you go the next one, do the same thing. Mm. And you know, in the middle of the day, you're also jumping from one matatu to another. Mm. But then, uh, after some point, I thought... Um, after nine months. After nine months. Nine months in, I thought, uh, maybe I should be vulnerable enough and brave enough. Mm. So, actually, I resigned. Mm. And it was scary then. Wow, but did once, you have a plan? I actually didn't have a plan. That's how scary and and uh, is it Why crazy? Did you resign? What is that thing that made you to finally resign? Because I'm thinking it's not something that just would work one day and decided to resign. 
you were thinking about it, right? Yeah, I was. What is that it thing was... that made you to finally design? Uh, it was, the working environment was extremely hostile, let me say. Wow. Extremely hostile. What do you mean? In the... Uh, it, it is a toxic work environment. You where... don't have to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to, to protect the the same company. <laughs> no terms were mentioned. Were they? They weren't mentioned. It's okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, the point is, um, there's, in Kenya, there's issues to do with the toxic work environment. That is not talked about enough. Okay. And having uh, experienced that, eh, mm. it's not a good place to be. Yes, you want to get paid. Yes, you want to pay bills. Mm. But uh, with a toxic work environment, with no good, um, with good, when your mental state is not there, even your personal life can, can deteriorate easily. Mm-hmm. So when it reached, you know, as you're saying, it it doesn't come that I wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm done. Mm. But it's a point where you have to choose yourself or the job. So I thought, um, but the good thing, it was uh, around December. Mm. So it was more, I, I get out, go to Christmas holidays. That is then back home back, to Kenya. Yeah, then I think, what to do next? Mm. But fate was on my side because during the holidays, someone I met challenged me if I can, if I could teach. Eh? Mm-hmm. Something I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say, you know what? Even I don't have a job now. Mm-hmm. Let me give it a shot. So January, I come back, and the moment I met the head of department, you met this person who challenged you to take a teaching job. A teaching job, and it was a part-time job, eh? Okay. And mind you, in my up to that point in my life, I never thought I'll, uh, I'm someone who can actually teach. So it's a, it's a new thing. So I'm like, uh, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Let me see what what it is. Mm-hmm. So I go in January, go see the head of department at the, this technical college, and he says we are short of uh, trainers. Mm-hmm. Could you handle some few food science courses? And I say, why not? Oh, our college. Yeah, okay. college. Mm. And I say, why not? So and how many it... months after graduation is this at this point? Uh, that's two years later. Okay, uh-huh. So you so take up the courses. Later. So I take up the, some few courses. I say I can do microbiology here, some maths here, there. Mm. So the first class I go, so I uh, I go on a Monday. And the moment I walked in, I don't know if you have ever been in a place, you walk in, eh? mm. and then you feel, oh my God, I'm home. This is where I'm supposed to be. Oh. Like something, I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know? I walked to that class, the first lesson, without prior training or going to any training college to, to learn how to teach. Mm. And I look at the students and they look at me. But then I felt so at home. Mm. And I knew, aha, this is what I'm supposed. To, <laughs> this is what I was supposed to be doing. Mm. So I, I get into that part-time job. Mm. 
so you are paid by the hour you, uh, maybe in a week i do like uh, 24 hours those are like uh, six six lessons eh mm-hmm. yeah and uh, give or take mm. until when i become so good at it eh mm-hmm. at the teaching then uh, my parents tell me by then i uh, why don't you do go back to school and maybe advance to your masters mm there's so, one who challenge you to do that yeah actually yeah were you thinking about it before i was thinking about it mm. but not with the seriousness it deserves eh okay it's a, like uh, yes i can yes i can't mm. either way, i do or i don't i'm still okay Okay. But at that point, when I get challenged, I'm like, uh, let me go and uh, just do it. Eh? Mm. So I enroll. And when I enroll, the first few, the first month was tough going back to class after two years, mm. sitting as a student, but uh, you get through the hang of it. Mm. But what I can say, that semester happened. Mm. We happened to be, to go to to these seminars. I think uh, there was this, I can't remember the theme of the the conference. Mm. And it's the first time I actually interacted with, uh, with, with so many scientists in the same room. Mm. And I felt challenged. I was like, uh, oh my God, this is another place. I, I got another awe moment mm. after, the, after the teaching. Yeah. And up to that point, I never thought that uh, I'd even consider doing a doctorate up to that point. Mm. But seeing what the, the presenters were doing, the impact, mm. and then uh, at the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I have that capability. I could do that. Mm. I'm here. Mm. Why not take the journey and uh, see where it goes? Mm. So basically, I've done, uh, just recently, I've just even handed over, published some, some papers here and there. Uh, I did research on soga on uh, cereals, eh? mm-hmm. interesting, and uh, in terms of food security. So it's uh, the most impactful thing, as I was saying earlier about postgraduate. Mm-hmm. There's so many uh, soft skills, scientific and even human skills, mm-hmm. you can grasp and. Uh, be impactful in the scientific world, no matter what the other people say. It's a lot. It's a, it's a good impact. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts that travel so far, fields and forests. We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts that travel so far, fields and forests, fells and mountains. Yeah, that's the song that came to my mind when I was just stressed about this audio. So when I was recording this, I was not careful enough to check my audio and it came out with a bad audio and I've tried to structure it and it has just, I don't know what has happened. There will be other episodes from other interviews that I've done with other people.
And this includes Dr. Sonal and uh, who's the other person? Why have I forgotten? And Ian Peter Busulwa. And Dr. Sonal is a bioinformatician and she's uh, she was at Ilbury for a while. And now she's at Nottingham University, if I'm not wrong. Then the other one is a science communicator who is actually 25 years old and doing it great. He's part of the Science Africa uh, team and he's also part of Symbio Africa and also part of the I can't remember but the science communication branch of Naro and I, I found him a very great guest in this podcast you can now send a message on the vulnerablescientist.com or you can review this show on any other platform that you're using to listen to this podcast until the next one is a bye for me